Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode 197 of Say Like a Champ. It's your boy A-Dub. And your boy Strizzy was good slack, fam. Back in the building. Back in the building. Here we go again. We got a lot to talk about. Another crazy uh, week in sports, weekend in sports, however you want to call it. And um, some major news, too, out of the golf world today that we're definitely going to get to later. But um, the main thing here is the NBA Finals. We're going to spend the majority of our time on basketball because basketball is the topic right now, especially with my man's team being in the finals. So, um, Strizzy, just just give us a little preview of, of how you're feeling after after game two. Just a little preview. We'll talk more later. But Talk, I felt good after game one. We'll, we'll, we'll get in. We'll get. We'll get into why. Oh, I like that answer. I like that answer. I, I, like I, I feel good after game one, truthfully. Um, and I'll, 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 I'll let y'all know why after game one, I put two hundred dollars on Miami to win money line game two. That's what's so up. Boy, That's what's your up. boy came up, man. Like you know, I, I'm actually feeling really good. We we have to respect Denver. They literally are the number one team in the lead and following through everybody. Uh, so we have to respect them uh, for sure. But you know, health is the only reason why this team is the eighth seed. You know what I'm saying? Gotcha. It really is. We were we were the number one seed last last year in the East. You know, a game away from being in the finals last year too. So you know, I think a lot of people are counting Miami out. They've been like eight to nine point underdogs in every game since the Eastern Conference Finals game one. Yeah, and uh, they're 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 showing people what they're supposed to be there, man. So I'm I'm loving what they're doing. But uh, we'll get into more why I, I think we were in good shape after game one of the NBA Finals, not just game two. All right. I love it. I love it. So that's the preview here. Uh, we're going to get to our regular schedule of programming, but of course we have to welcome in our guests. We got Anthony Weston in the building. What's good. Hello. We got Kelly in the building. What's good. Yeah. We got Stephanie Washington. Hey, hey y'all. Jonathan Cooley gang gang on them. What's good. And then we got Grace in the building as well. Thank you so much for being here with us. Um, and um, don't be afraid to hit that like button. That really helps. Uh, lets people know that you're enjoying what we're putting out there. So um, thank you so much for being here. And again, this is the countdown to 200. So a lot of good stuff to look forward to uh, coming up real soon. So I think that's it. I think that's all our disclaimers. Um, let's go ahead and let's go ahead and get into um, our our topics for today. Let's get it rolling. What's up next? Oh, let's check it out, man, real quick. Oh, tune to NFL talk. Let's get it. All right. So first topic of the day: NFL talk. We're going to go ahead and get it popping now. Um, Isaiah Rogers, the latest NFL player to be um, investigated for sports betting. Um, he made uh, on his account, I think it was like hundreds, they said, of, of wagers between $25 and $50 range, including wagers on the Colts, including wagers from team facilities. Um, Strizzy, what are your thoughts on on uh, this latest one and then just the whole uh, betting thing in general with the NFL? Stupid, man. I mean, like uh, I, the the rule in general, in my opinion, is stupid. Um, but but those those is the rules. You know what I'm saying? Like those those ends the rules. You know what I mean? Like so you you mean right. like just like just don't do it, man. Like you're allowed to gamble on so many other things. Like there, there's no rule that says you can't gamble. You just can't sports gamble. And for damn sure, don't do it on your own team. Then it looks right. really bad, right? Like if you gamble on your own team and you lose that game, if you gamble on your own team and and a receiver or you know what I mean, like there's a point where you can get an interception you drop it now it looks like you did it on purpose you know what i'm saying like it's just the the little stupid things you know what i mean and and you already got to see too what happened calvin ridley uh two years ago when he missed an entire season last year and he didn't bet on any atlanta games so it's like he could get it he can get a much he might get a much heavier suspension than than what ridley did so right 
it, you know, I, I think the rule in general kind of sucks, but you know, like just don't do it. Those are the rules. You know what I mean? Like maybe if he was gambling on like basketball games and baseball games, it's kind of whatever, you know what I mean? Right. But you can't bet on your own sport, dog. Like And your own team, especially. Yeah. Yeah. You know the script. Right. <laughs> you already know the script, so you definitely can't be Betty. Um, but no, I, I agree with you. And um, you, you brought up a good point. Like none of these players have learned from Calvin Ridley. That was like a high profile player. The NFL was trying to make an example of him, gave him a yeah. whole year. And yeah. these guys are still like just just doing it, you know, like they just yeah. like like as if they they can't be found out. At least yeah. if you want to put some money, have have your boy do it or something, exactly. you know what I'm saying? Or like you said, if you want to get your gambling fix, like go to the craps table, you know what I'm saying? Go play a lot of blackjack or something. But betting on your own team, especially right now, is just is just very foolish. Um, yeah. So we'll see what happens to him. But I, I expect the NFL to go hard because they gotta do something to try to deter these guys. Don't do it. So. Um, all right, but um, I do um, before we get go, going too much more. Anthony Weston, he says I think they should shouldn't be able to gamble on NFL, but they should be able to gamble on sports they don't play. Yeah, I, I mean that that makes sense. Then they, um, you know, they wouldn't have the insider knowledge or whatever. Um, sure. But yeah, but we got to add one more member to our panel before we we before we get too far into this because I definitely want to get Marcus's opinion. Marcus, welcome to the show. How you feeling, brother? What up, dog? What up? What up, man? Sorry, man. I had bad connection where I was at, so. I'm figuring out. Hopefully, it won't drop on me, but hopefully, it'll be good. You straight? Oh, yeah. You're coming in loud and clear for us right now. So, thank you so much for being with us. We appreciate you. Uh, and and no problem. Never never an issue. Um, you just drop in when you can. But did you see this about the, the sports betting? No, I didn't see that. I heard y'all talking about it, but I didn't even see it. So, that's crazy. This, yeah. I thought that was uh, Taylor when I first looked at it. I'm like, what Taylor did this time? But that's not him. So, got you. Yeah. So, we'll see. I mean, the NFL is investigating him right now, but. Um, the suspension or punishment or whatever have you uh, hasn't been announced yet. But the most recent guys with the Lions, the ones that had bet on their own team and bet on football, they were suspended indefinitely and then ultimately released because uh, they weren't, you know, I guess as high on the roster or starter type guys. So we'll see what happens to this uh, Isaiah Rogers. He is a starter. So yep. we'll be watching that. This Other- be uh, this going to be really his first season back after he got suspended, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. Andy, Andy's on the uh, Jags now, right? Was oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, okay. Okay. Yeah. So he got his fresh start. He's going to the Jags now. Yeah. He did have to sit out all last season, but even before that, when he was gambling, he was sitting out for uh, his mental health reasons. So, um, so it'll be cool to see him come back. But maybe he's got to put in a word for these guys. Like it's not worth it. You know, just don't do it. Um, we'll see. But um, other other news: um, Leonard Floyd from the Rams was signed by the Bills. Oh, the Bills still trying to add um, defensive line depth because Von Miller could be out into the season. So we'll see. This really? Is, yeah. He might, well, not not the whole season, but like he's not going to be ready for the start of the season. Okay. So, okay. Yeah. I think like the first couple games um, that he that he's expected to miss. So um, we'll see. But Buffalo, you know, they're trying to they're trying to get things together, um, and they could be scary this year. But I still don't take them seriously after last year's playoff exit. What do y'all think though? Buffalo back on track or? It's going to be hard. They lost some pieces, you know what I'm saying, on the offensive side of the ball. I hear they're one of the bigger suitors for D-Hop, but, man, I, I love Josh Allen. I love him to death. I think he's one of the top-notch quarterbacks in the league. But until he, until he stops turning the ball over in the red zone as much as he does, like, they, they won't be able to get over that that Kansas City hump, you know what I'm saying? So they, they got to figure it out. But they're still in a good, good spot. 
Yeah, they they gonna always be a contender team. You know, they they, they got better, but I think they're gonna be like the Phoenix Suns. They had an opportunity, their they window shut, so I think that they can't open that window back up. I think they had that yeah. chance, they didn't take advantage of it. So I think it's, it's done. Yeah, yeah, I feel you. It seems like they're getting a little bit farther away than closer <laughs> from where they were. Um, one other story that we did hear about uh, late this afternoon, um, and Anthony Weston brings it up here: the Browns players being robbed. So this happened. Um, basically after a Sunday night out clubbing early Monday morning, 3.30 a.m. Monday morning, um, Cleveland Browns player Greg Newsom and Perrion Winfrey, they were leaving the club, and as they were approaching um, Newsom's truck, six men, masked armed men, came out and uh, robbed them, robbed them of their jewelry, and then also drove off in Newsom's truck and just left them there stranded. Um, but they are okay, but kind of scary. And, and actually I read a story that another Browns player – um, also was had his car robbed this uh, this this weekend. So kind of going crazy in downtown Cleveland, um, but I'm glad that they're okay. And, and um, I guess they were both back at OTAs on Tuesday. So yeah, that's wild, man. You know, it's always scary being a a high profile, yeah. you know, kind of person in this world. You know, I mean, you never know, but people are always watching you. Cameras are always watching you, and, and you know, paparazzi are are, are you know they're, they're a danger to you in a sense, right? Because they're constantly following you, taking pictures of you uh tagging you and posting stuff and then people see that so they they know exactly where you are it you know damn near all time so it, it, it's tough man that's why it doesn't matter how big you are how strong you are sometimes having security with you is a, is a good thing yeah yeah i think it is sad that it happens and i i think you should be able to enjoy your wealth but also if you're in the club doing that type of stuff you're contributing to making yourself a target and i'm not yeah. saying that it should be like that right. but i'm just saying it is like that you yeah. know, so you got to be careful or roll a little bit deeper. Um, but they obviously knew who they were and they were waiting on them. So that is really scary. Yep. Anthony Weston said, this is why Jaws carrying guns, man. I Maybe if that's his excuse, but don't be flashing them when you're riding in the car and let your let your cronies carry that then, you know. But yeah. Jaws, that's a whole that's a whole different story for sure. <laughs> um, but um. Last thing I wanted to touch on for NFL, though, was um, to say rest in peace to Norma Hunt. Uh, this is her way back with Lamar Hunt. Um, Lamar Hunt was the owner and the operator of the Chiefs even before the NFL-AFL merger, and Norma Hunt took over in his stead. Um, so uh, a very significant woman in football, also had been to every Super Bowl. So mm. that's what's up. Um, and, and some are saying, you know, it's fitting that hers ends with a Chiefs, Chiefs victory. But just want to say a quick rest in peace to Norma Hunt. And, yeah. Um, and yeah. I think that was just about it for NFL, um, and I think we can keep this this train rolling. But um, one thing I did want to see here um, and mention here was um, Jonathan Cooley. He did ask about our thoughts on the Steelers. Um, They're making Marcus some good moves. What? They're making some good moves, man. Uh, getting they got uh, they picked up uh, what's his name from the, he played for the Bears and last year played for the uh, the Rams. Oh, I can't think of his name. The receiver. Um, oh, uh, Robinson, Robinson, yeah, yeah, Allen Robinson. Like they picked up him. That's a good pickup. They get they did the, uh, some a great draft pick. We're getting uh, the rookie, the cornerback. I did the corner, so they fill that spot because defense is already good. So right. they, they got the receivers. They got Pickett, both, both Pickens and Pickett. They're gonna be a, a four year. You know, so they're gonna be better. So I think they're gonna be a, a contender in the, in, the, in the AFC. I still hate them though. I, I think they suck. You know, I never. <laughs> But uh, but you gotta be a a, a real person. Realist, yep, I feel that they're gonna be a good team. But I, I definitely hate them though. I hope they don't do good. 
I agree. I like what they're doing. I think Pickett is a winner. You know, he's got that that about him. And I think it was a natural fit. So I'm kind of glad that he landed there. Um, they're going to be a solid team and always much respect for Mike Tomlin. Like I wish if there was any other coach or any coach I've always wanted uh, to coach the Cowboys, it'd be Mike Tomlin. Just so much respect for him. So right. I think they'll be solid. Yeah. So Jonathan Cooley, you got a lot to look forward to for sure. Yeah. Um, and also this one, the Chiefs, uh, the White House visit. I don't know if you guys saw the clip, but um, Travis Kelsey started to started to say something on the mic and, uh, and Patrick Mahomes <laughs> blocked him off real quick and escorted him to the back of the line. Um, but uh, but that was cool. Uh, Chiefs Chiefs over there at the White House. Um, would y'all be interested in going to the White House, or would it depend on the climate? Or I go now. <laughs> I wouldn't have gone, you know, what I'm saying the last president. But you know, I guess like to me, it's one of them traditions. So like you go, but you know, the last president probably would have gone for. Yeah, I think the whole thing's kind of corny. Uh, yeah, too. right. I think it's yeah. more, you know, like people always talk about it more than like when it actually happens. It's like, uh, you know, whatever. So, yeah. And I think it's goofy to see the president's holding up the like personalized jersey, like for no reason. Yeah. So. yeah. <laughs> like he did, like he did something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Jonathan Cooley said, you don't just, you don't like that they have more black Air Force energy than your team. Dang. Steelers always been mean though, all the way since. <laughs> <I know. laughs> so, um, Anthony Weston says, I don't think we got McDonald's this time. Right. All right, let's let's, uh, let's keep it moving, though. We're going to go ahead and go on, and I'm definitely excited to hear, um, um, Strizzy, your thoughts on, on this next topic. All right, NBA talk. Um, we're going to get right into the finals and uh, discuss uh, what's going on and what happened in game one and two and see what our thoughts are now after seeing a little bit of, of this matchup. And then later on, we'll get to some coaching news. But, um, Strizzy, you gave us your little preview. So, Marcus, I want to I hear your take on, on the series so far and what, what you're kind of thinking um, after games one and two. Yeah, I picked I picked the Nuggets and win 4-2, but I was picking them to win the two at home, you know. I thought that the the, uh, the Heat would win that last game at home. At the game four, they'll win that one, you know, and then kind of right. push it a little bit. But – I don't know, man. They were down. I turned up. Okay, they it's gonna be two off. So I turned it. And I looked at my my boy Perk. He always tweet. He was like the goons. I'm like, what are you talking about? They didn't win the game. I went back and looked. I'm like, they picked it. They won this game. I'm like, what? So I said it before. You can't ever bet against Jimmy Buckets, man. So I don't know, man. I think I think this gonna be. It's gonna put pressure on Denver now because you're going back to Miami now. So hey, man. I don't know, man. I'm just saying, I don't know. That's all I can say. Let's go Heat, though, for real. I'm going for the Heat too, man. Let's yeah, go. Anthony Weston says go Heat. Um, I'm kind of, I'm kind of feeling you on that too. Uh, after Game One, uh, Denver is seemingly dominant, <clears throat> but Miami still made strides even in that game. And then Game Two, um, you know, the adjustments that they needed to make. Denver had one of their cliche kind of faltering third, fourth quarters, which they had a couple times against the Lakers, but it didn't make a difference, right? Yeah. Now you're going up against a team that was hitting all of their shots. So it will be interesting to see which game was more true to form. But I think the Heat caught on to something. I agree that the Nuggets have all the pressure on them now being the one seed. That's their first loss at home, which is another big milestone for the Heat, uh, all playoffs. So um, I I'm liking where they're at, and now it's a five-game series. We'll see what happens from there. But, um, uh, uh, Strizzy, your thoughts real quick before we get to the comments. 
Yeah, man. Look, like I said before, like I felt actually really good after game one. You look at the ending score and it's like, damn, Miami got beat by 11. But we shot like 33% from the field as a team. We couldn't buy a bucket and only lost by 11. Like, And there were multiple times in the game where Miami caught up and just again because they couldn't score. Jimmy had a bad game. Max Struess went 0 for 10. No one had a good game except for Bam. And even then, I put that in quotation marks. He had 26 points off 25 attempts. So realistically, that's not an efficient game. And we only lost by 11. So I knew in game two, we weren't going to shoot that bad. Like Denver had about a week and a half off of rest. We just got done with the game seven. And we still kind of really held it together with a poor, poor performance. So I put $200 on game two on Moneyline Miami. That's how confident I was. So, and, and you know what I'm saying? Like the only team that's somewhat as good at home as Denver is, is, is Miami. So, I don't know if we grab both games at home, but we definitely. I think if we can uh, at least split it, I, I think we're still in a really good position to keep this a series. Uh, and like you said, I think all the all the pressure is on on Denver right now. They're the number one team. They've never been there though. Miami's been there before. They've tasted defeat in the finals, right? They know that feeling of what it feels like to go home empty-handed. And, and I think right now they're hungry. Uh, Jimmy had a not a, kind of a poor game, game one, and he turned it around in game two. Um, and, and, and we're doing this hurt, you know what I'm saying? Like, no Tyler Hero, no Victor Oladipo. Um, at this point in time, though, I know Anthony's asking if Tyler Hero's coming back next game. He was questionable for game two, so he, he there's still nothing that says he'll be back for game three, but I'm almost kind of like, do we bring him back? You know what I mean? Like, he is the third best player on the team, right? 20 points, six rebounds, and five assists a game is a lot to miss from a, from a player, you know what I'm saying? But We've been playing so well and gotten used to playing in, this, in these playoffs without them. It, it's, it's kind of like one of those things, like, will it, dis, will it disrupt the current flow of how we're playing without them right now? So um, that's something else that, that Spo has to think about. Uh, but I, I'm feeling good, man. I think Miami likes playing as the underdog. They're, I think they feel a little disrespected, too, because every time they are the underdog, I'm like, you know, they're, they're like eight and a half, nine point underdog. So um, they love it there, and, and, I, and, I think they, and I think they hope it stays that way. Uh, but I'm feeling really good about about how we're how we're playing right now, and I hope they continue it up, man. I want this dub more than I think any other championship Miami's ever won. Yeah, it would be a big one. We we all I think at the beginning of the, of the podcast in the early days we always give Tracy a hard time about Spoil being a great coach, but now it's a different story. I think he is a great coach. I think he made those adjustments, and like, hey man, I think you put Hero in there. I think you make the adjustments. Like you can't you can't. You can't go wrong with add him to the team. So no, facts, and that and that gives Denver more issues too. Like they gotta they gotta adjust that as well. So I, I agree. Yeah, but yeah. I, I I think Coach Pro, I think he's gonna be a Hall of Famer coach, man. I think he. Oh yeah. If you, you lose his finals, the way you did it, a play in and get the number AC, you beat the two best teams in the East to mm -hmm. get to the finals. Like yeah, it says a lot. He made a, everybody says don't make those adjustments. I think he made those adjustments. I think going to, to go on Miami also. He gonna have more adjustments, so I said I think Hero bringing in there can, like I said, it can hurt Denver. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> See, man. But I want to say on wax, man, like we were wrong by Coach Paul, man. Like he he's doing his thing. I'm trying to tell y'all, man. <laughs> I will I will agree, but I still like giving Trizzy <laughs> shit about Coach Paul. So I'm gonna keep doing it, but no, I do respect what he's doing. And this championship specifically this year would be definitely a crowning achievement. Like they, okay. you can't you can't argue with that. So. I mean, um, two, two finals post his superstar era, you know what I mean? Like, right, right. That's legit. And like we said, well, they are going back to Miami, so I, I think that they, they're in a good spot. What's up, Augie? Good evening, Pops, and, and hello, Augie. What's good? 
Um, welcome to the show. Thank you guys for joining. Uh, a couple of things I wanted to get in here. Anthony Weston said, man, this series just lets me know if D'Lo would have played better, the Lakers would have won the series. Man, D'Lo played really bad. I don't know if would have won, but they would at least won a game. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, D'Lo would have played at all. Yeah. But um, he can't have 40 points and lose a game. That was still crazy to me. Yeah. Um, People keep saying LeBron has not had good coaches. Mike Brown has more good coaches and Lou. Yeah, LeBron's had good coaches. Yeah. It's just he got a lot of coaches fired, too. Yeah. And speaking of coaches, that's the perfect segue. Thank you so much, MB <laughs> Weston, for that one. We already know what's happening with the Sixers and the Bucks. Um, but now we got some new news. Frank Bogle is the new head coach of the Phoenix Suns. Marcus? Terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't get it. I don't get that. Like, how you getting a job? I just don't get that. It just, I don't know, man. Maybe it's something we don't know in the background, but I just, that that pick, I would never pick that. No, I've never seen that happen. I, I could see him going to Detroit, but the sun, that was kind of like, wow, you know, so. I was I was caught off guard, too. I, I'm, I'm wondering if, you know, I, I'm assuming the players had to sign off on that, so somewhere there's had respect there, I guess. But it, it does seem kind of weird, but if he can make them play some defense, maybe. Um, Strizzy, what do you think of, of Frank Vogel for the I summer? forgot he was out there. <laughs> right, you know, he took off, like he took a year off or two. Or yeah, you, you know, you know what's funny, man. I, I'm trying to kind of, you know, we live in Phoenix, but it's not my team, right? So I'm trying to be a little optimistic, you know what I mean, for them. Vogel really has been successful everywhere he's gone. He was successful with, you know, he was successful with um uh, uh the magic or all George and them, you know what I'm saying? Oh. Uh, yeah, the Pacers, you know, something with the Pacers. Obviously, he won a championship with the Lakers. Um, I'll be honest. When the Lakers had those two down years, I don't blame him for that. I really don't. Um, I don't really think that was his fault entirely. Um, so, you know, maybe they can figure some things out. Maybe he can get more out of DeAndre Ayton because he is a defensive-minded coach. You know, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, if they can, you know, play some defense and not have to worry so much on scoring 120 a game, you know, maybe they can change some things. But I just kind of felt like with the with the coaches that were initially out there, I feel like they should have made a harder bid for some of those guys. You know what I mean? You know, between but even Nick Nurse, you know what I mean? Maybe not even letting go of Monty, giving Monty another chance with a full year of KD and maybe getting some more pieces in the offseason. You know, you let Monty stay another year. Uh, but, yeah, you're right. He wasn't great in Orlando. But I, I feel like, you know, it's weird, right? He's had, he's had recent success, but I, I just don't know if – he's the right fit for, for this team and its pieces. You know what I mean? So yeah, who knows? He's coming into some good players. So it's not like he's rebuilding instead of this team entirely, but they still do have some decisions to make as far as CP three and Aiden. So, so it'll be interesting to see how it shakes out, but I wasn't too excited either. I'm like, yeah, I was like, whatever. (laughs) Um, want to welcome mom to the show. What's up? mom? mom? Welcome in. Welcome in. Um, Anthony Weston says the Lakers wanted Monty. He took the Suns' job. Lakers picked up Vogel just for Monty to get fired, and they get Vogel. That's funny. What, what a difference it would have been. But speaking of Monty Williams, too, another segue from our boy, um, getting uh, the highest paid. Um, he will be the highest paid coach, I believe, in uh, in the league right now. Going to the Pistons, he's gonna have to endure some pain, but maybe he can rebuild them and kind of transform them the way he did with the Suns, get them coached up. Um, Thoughts on Monty Williams in Detroit? I feel bad for him. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, it's, I mean, it's nice that he has a job, right? Like, I won't, I won't, you know, speak on nobody having or not having a job. 
but it's it's gonna be tough. You know what I mean? He's he's going he's going from uh uh you know a playoff contending team to to definitely not a playoff contending team, right? Right. So you know, glad he has a job. I'm happy for him there, but he's got he's got his work cut out for him. I feel you. I think I think he'll do good there. I, I don't think that people expect much from him, so I think. He 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 have, he has some time to get it together. It won't be like, oh, you got to win now. Yeah, so he have time. And on the other end, you got to pay. So I don't pay. <laughs> so right, I think I think, think he'll get them back doing pretty good. Cause that's a that's a basketball city, you know. They need yeah. that. You know, the lines are doing good now. So I think he can get because Cunningham is a it's a good piece to play with. You get somebody else to come over there that respects him. He'll get some players over there too. So I think they'll be okay in the East. Right. I really like Killian Hayes too. He's good. He, you know, gets a lot of assists. Um, yeah, he does. If he can start scoring, you know, if Monty Williams can help him with that, you know, you never know. But that leaves the Raptors as the last uh, team without a head coach, and so we'll see. Uh, we'll see who they grab. Uh, they have a couple candidates going, but um, I think it'll be interesting to see who they grab. And then the coaching carousel will be closed. The uh, Ivy kid's good too. Oh, think about it. Oh yeah, for the Pistons, they have a lot of young talent because they yeah. always have top five draft picks. Yeah, true, um, true that. So we'll we'll see what they end up doing with it. But um, I think that's all we have for NBA. Uh, I want to transition to now what I believe is the biggest story of the day, and I'm really I'm really really was surprised by this when I seen the group chat come out. Um, but I gotta definitely ask Marcus about this one. PJ Tour and Live Golf now uh, being under one umbrella, basically merging, coming across the table to create a, a, a – we don't even know yet exactly what it's going to look like. But, Marcus, what were your thoughts when you saw this news? Well, when I first seen it, I thought, well, you know how we, on Instagram we get those fake news things? So I was yeah. like, okay, it's fake news. Now I looked at it again. I'm like, wait, I, I went to Twitter. You know, Twitter always gets everything first. So Twitter was talking about it. I was like, there's no way this happened. They were like, there was no way we will come, come together. But then I thought about it. That's like the smartest thing to do. So I, I think it's gonna be great. But on the, on the bad side, I didn't think about it. Until I seen some other guys posting it, is the little guys got paid great money. They left at the right, right time. Now they still on tour. So the guys that stayed with the PGA, they didn't get the chance to go over and get that money. Now they stuck over there where they don't they get paid. So that's the, that's the the bad thing about it, you know. And I think that the thing that opened it up was Brooke Kepler. I think he's a force of it because he could have won two majors. So right. like, this guy is doing, he's fresh, you know what I'm saying? He's he not playing a lot, you know what I'm saying? So it's not fair to us. So I think money talks. I think they talk about money in, in the background. And the PJ is smart, you know. It's smart to do that because the, I think what happened when they saw Legends got played in the four majors, that's, that started it, I think. Because they're supposed yeah. to have been banned from the PJ completely, but that didn't happen. So right. I, think, I think when this happened too, I think I give it two years. I think golf gonna be the top three sports in the, in, the, in the world. I think it'll be football, basketball, and golf because yeah. there's gonna be a lot of money involved. A lot of people, young people, gonna get involved to it. They're gonna be going watching. It. It's gonna be on TV everywhere. So That's I true. think they're gonna do some big things. So I think golf is on its way to make some big th things happen. Man, man, I couldn't agree more, Marcus. I, I was, when we were talking about it in the group chat, you know, what I'm saying I, I didn't mention it, but golf is getting younger. You know what I'm saying, like. The golf scene's getting a lot younger. Like I've been, I've been going out there a little bit more lately. You know, what I'm saying Marcus kind of inspired me to get out on a, on, a, on a golf course a little bit, and I'm seeing younger and younger people. I'm seeing more black people out there, uh, just everything in general. So like, you know, from a money, from a money, from a money wise, like it, it's smart. You know, what I'm saying like we're talking about billions of dollars to be made, and, and PGA pulled that trigger because you know it was smart, man. It was, it was a really good idea. 
Uh, does suck for a couple of those guys who didn't take some of them. Uh, some of them deals, some of them deals. You know what I'm saying? But, but you know, kind of is what it is. But I think, but I think the, the PGA players and some of the guys who have been speaking out so much against it and been taking all these hits for for uh, you know the PGA stuff. I think it kind of more so sucks for them. You know, the Roy McIlroy <laughs> people been coming. They they've been going at Rory for a while, man. Like uh, even Phil Mickelson took a uh, took a jab and hit at at Rory a little bit, but uh, you know, poking fun at him a little bit. Um, so I, I I feel for him on why he would be extremely upset about this, uh, right. but but at the end of the day, when 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 that much money is involved, ain't no loyalty. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm that's the funniest thing. Like that's my biggest takeaway is like the PJ Tour was out there being like anybody that would go there is bad yeah. for golf. They can't Get look themselves in the mirror. This yeah. this and that. Like that's my biggest thing is like they asked for that loyalty and those players that gave it. Rory, they offered him four hundred million. Tiger, they offered him eight hundred million. Yeah, Hideki Matsuyama, like two hundred million dollars, like that they could have had to try, but they were like loyal to the PGA and like, no, nah, we're gonna stay on brand and we're gonna stick with that. And the PGA just thought, oh, we're big and bad and old school. We're just gonna these guys will will you know will go away. It took less than a year. Liv's, right. I mean, Liv built up, but Liv's first tournament, I will look back, it was June 9th of last year. So it took less than a year and less than like 13 tournaments for the PGA to be like, dang, like for, to wake them up. So yeah. I definitely congratulate Live Golf on doing that. I do think that the PGA is hypocritical, but yeah. you know, they're like but in the long run, to it's gonna make sense. It's gonna make yeah. sense. Yeah. I think I think by next year, what's gonna happen is they don't they don't lose too many people from the PGA tour. It's gonna okay. live. I'm because the thing is. The four majors, like I can go play with Live Golf, get paid a lot of money, and still come to the PJ and, and win majors. That's yeah, all right. about, about majors. Not more flexibility, yeah. more money, all that. Exactly. So, so, I think PJ, they they like, hey man, what can we do? Like we gotta go talk to these guys and see if we can combine it. And Liv's like on they're not gonna turn it down. They look good. They look like they, we won. Exactly. So I want to do, do that, so let's do it, you know. So exactly. Yeah, Phil Mickelson especially, and uh, and our other dude that uh, is retired now, but the one that was the Live Golf president, like they had so much stake in it too. Like they're they're caked up even more now, and their experiment worked. Um, so I think yeah. it's pretty crazy. But I am also interested to see over the next couple of years what happens. I think right now they might keep them separate, and maybe they do some crossover like WWE type, WWF type, like Live versus PGA things for the next like maybe year or something and then slowly they just bring it up into one big like big tour um that's what i'm kind of thinking but um it's just interesting it's just crazy but i'm really kind of excited about it like i think it is good for golf and i think in the long run like it's going to be so cool but i'm proud of live golf i can't lie man they were talking mad yeah, they, stuff they about did that thing man i did that thing yeah. and phil, phil milkerson won he right he, he <laughs> He put himself out there, and I know he's—I know he's at home right now drinking a cigar and some yak. And yeah, like, I won. <laughs> right, That's because real. they were the first ones to be blasting him for sure. And like, um, you know, I just think it was just so funny that he was the one that was like, "Hey, you know, they might be some bad guys or whatever. There, there might be whatever, but hey, the money is what it is, and we're gonna make this happen." And the PJ singing the same song uh, a year later—it's pretty crazy. Okay. Um, I do want to welcome Unk to the show, though. What's good? Yeah, well, Thank you for being here. Um, and Anthony Wesson, Tiger um, threatened to leave for that lucrative offer. Oh, yeah, for sure. I think Tiger, though, the only thing is Tiger's already like a billionaire, so he's not really tripping. But, yeah, um, but yeah, but I, I think um, 
if he would have considered leaving, he would have went them first and been like, you better bring out the bag. So, yeah. um, but this is crazy. We'll see where it goes from here, but um, a, a definitely a big day. And I do want to put together, I might, if I can can make enough time and, and, and sit down and do it, all the different things that we talked about along the way and kind of the timeline over the last year of, of all the different places of where it was at and to where it is now. It's pretty, it's pretty crazy to see such a turn. So um, that's what's up. A couple other things that we want to uh, touch on NHL, um, NHL Stanley Cup final Vegas is up 2-0. So shout out to Stephanie Washington. Uh, hopefully they'll be bringing home the cup. And if they do, they will be the second championship for Vegas. Uh, the first being the WNBA um, aces last year. So yep. shout out to the Knights. I think they're probably going to get it done, um, but we'll see how things change as they go back to Florida. Um the next thing I wanted to talk to you guys about, I don't know if you guys saw this or not, but I need to get your opinions on this. And uh, this is during the French Open. No, Novak Djokovic, who is, you know, most majors in, in all of men's tennis, uh, was wearing this. He was changing his shirts in between matches, and they, they caught a picture of this. It looks like the battery from your car, Fob, <laughs> in the middle of his like taped to the middle of his chest. They asked him about it afterwards, and he said it's nanotechnology that, actually boosts his on-court performance. And he also said that he's a fan of Iron Man and it makes him feel like Iron Man. Um, do you think that there could be something to this? And do you think that this is like performance enhancing? I think it's for attention. I'm going to say I think it's for attention. He knows exactly what he was doing. He knows it's going to be seen like that. And he, he got in trouble before with enhancement drugs. So I think he's going to throw it out there. He knows it's not nothing to do with enhancement because he won't risk his, his, his player again like that. So I think he's, what you say, trolling like the younger guy said. He's trolling right now. Yeah. And um, they did ask the, Fr- the, the French Open, like, uh, kind of like, I don't know, whatever, the, the, the rule makers or whatever, the people that run it, like, if they had any comment about it. And they said no comment. So. They haven't said whether they think it's performance enhancing or not. But Strizzy, what do you think? Even if it's placebo effect, like maybe it does help him. Right. I wonder if he's got some got some money in the game. You know what I'm saying? Like, like maybe he's an investor, you know what I'm saying? So he's trying to, yeah. you know, get it out there. Just wow. like Marcus said, like you don't take your shirt off where everyone can see it. It'll just be like, yeah, it's a performance enhancing thing. Oh, that? What you mean? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like makes me feel like Iron Man. You know what I mean? Like I he probably got some skin in the game, you know what I mean? So but I, I think that he'd have to go to someone to show them what it is. Otherwise, he's going to get suspended again. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, so, you know, pr- probably no different than, say, like some creatine or something. You know what I mean? Like, it is what it yeah. is. That's so funny, though, to me. Like, I agree, though. I thought the same thing. They did already come up with, like, who makes it and stuff. Um, and it's, like, $250. But they, there's no, there's no, like, you know, there's no clear indication that he's like an endorsee or like whatever, but I'm like, he probably is like, yo, after your sales boost, like ever from here forward, I want to get a little cut off them 250 for a battery type of thing. So yeah, um, you gotta think about it too. Look at look at it's like it's like it's taped on. Is right, it really like, anything? Like, come on, man. Yeah, for real. I don't get that, but that's what I'm curious. I'm like, is it supposed to be like you just tape it to your chest. Like, I don't, I don't get it. But I'm going to try to find out. I'm going to try to find the, the company website. But apparently it's a company from overseas somewhere. Um, and uh, I don't know. Maybe we can see more about this nanotechnology. I don't, I don't know. But um, I think that's pretty much it, though. I think we did pretty good. 
I did want to say shout out to um, Oklahoma uh, women's softball. They're in the women's softball World Series, and they're going for their third straight World Series. So yeah, they've been uh, nice. They've been yeah, nice. they're they're dominant. They're like um on a, like a UConn basketball type of run uh, for yeah. softball. So we'll see if they can get it done. They're playing Florida State in the women's softball World Series. So um, we'll see. You know what I'm saying? We'll see about that. But I think on this little list here, I think that's pretty much it that we had to talk about. Um, did you guys have anything else that you wanted to to mention or bring up um, before we before we um, move forward? Go ahead. Okay, cool. Get ready for 200, dog. That's all we're going to do. Yes, I did want to talk about that. I did want to talk about that. I did want to say also happy birthday to my grandma. Um, oh, yeah. I, I love her so much. She's turning 80. She turned 86 today. So I wanted to shout her out real quick, throw up a, a, a recent picture of us together. Oh, um, Grandma yeah. Mac, happy birthday. Um, love you so much. So um excited. To, we're going to try to celebrate her birthday, do a little bingo this weekend. So that should be. That oh, should be. So, so that's hey, you going to take a bad bingo or what? What's that? You going to take a bad bingo or what? No, 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 no. We're going to do the regular. We're going to do it. I don't think having that. Right, right. No, we're going to keep it. Uh, we're going to keep it simple, but it should be pretty cool. But definitely wanted to give her a quick shout out. And I did want to talk a little bit about episode 200, another big event coming up. Um, I think we've got um, Marcus is going to get us a spot to do it at. And then um, also, I think we're going to open it up a little bit if people want to come. Um, but we're going to have to have you guys RSVP by like uh, June 21st. Uh, I think that we're going to have to cut it off like that because what I'm doing is I am going to secure us some plates. So anybody that comes down and wants to wants to watch the show live, um, we're going to have some plates of food. Um, uh, one of our uh, one of our good friends that does a lot of charity work is actually headed out to Africa at the end of this month on a mission trip. And so she's doing fundraiser and her fundraiser is to sell um, is to sell um, food. So all the food plates we're going to get from her, that's going to go to a great cause. So we're going to have food there. And we are going to have some type of interactive game with anybody that comes down. And we'll also, of course, do our normal, you know, our, we'll hit our normal topics. But that's really exciting. We definitely want to do something a little bit different and, um, uh, you know, a lot of fun for us to celebrate our 200. I can't believe, uh, you know, we started this thing in like September 2019. And, um, you know, you know, so, yeah, try to be consistent. And every single Tuesday since then, thankfully, Marcus put up with us. We're like, yo, we all <laughs> keep showing up. Made it through the pandemic, all that. So uh, we just we keep gonna, it gonna have the uh, we're gonna have the uh, pops couch too. You know what I'm saying? We're gonna have it on the okay. side. So maybe some guests come on, sit by pops, and we I'm gonna talk to them. Don't be shy. You know that'd be dope too. Yes, yes, yes. We'll do that. We we definitely want to get some get some people out there. And I know we have a lot of people like Anthony saying too. He lives in Texas, um. So I know we have a lot of people out of town, and, and we understand that. But we'll try we'll to make it interactive for you as well. Um, Unc saying he'll be in town for episode 200. That's what's up. So Uncle will definitely get the details uh, to you. And um, and um, yeah, it, it should be a lovely thing. So the countdown is officially on. It's at the end of this month. And um, we're going to get up on our social media, too, to make sure that we're putting in different announcements out there, too, and kind of building it up for that. So um, lots to look forward to. Um, Anthony Wesson says his grandma turns 87 in July. Happy, Happy birthday, birthday, Grandma. Um, early birthday to Anthony Wesson's grandma, for sure. And um and definitely yeah never a good uh, never a bad time to tell your family you love them you know gotta stick together in these in these days and you never know life is very precious um so as we say you know always we appreciate y'all spending your time with us rocking with us each and every week and being a part of our Slack family um I guess that's it though 
Um, What's that? So you're setting records. Oh, yeah. This might be. This might be. Um, But Strizzy, help us come in. But I just wanted to ask how your uh, giveaway went. Oh, it went good, man. Uh, my boy Earthly won. Shout out to my boy Earthly. You know what oh, that's what's up. Yeah, Earthly actually won one of them. And then um, just a, another uh, a follower of mine who, who won, who I, who I don't know. But um, it's actually really cool. Uh, you, you know, funny enough, I, I didn't know uh, Earthly actually knew uh, Grace. Like, I didn't know they worked together. So, like, I, yeah. I had no idea that. Um, so, I thought that was actually really, really cool. Uh, we got to chop it up for a little bit. Uh, we actually met in person to drop off his gift card. I mailed out the other one. Nice. Um, so we got to chop it up a little bit. So uh, it, it was actually really cool to see, you know, one of our one of our slackers win. So, so yeah, shout out to our boy Earthly, man. That was dope. Absolutely. Yeah. Earthly's family. And yeah. um, maybe he could pop in for episode 200. You never know. Yeah. We'll see. Um, but, but that's what's up. And I got it now that we know who won it. We're going to have to figure out what he ends up buying with them snacks. We're going to need some yeah. kind of evidence to see what, what he gets with that gift card. So um, so that's what's up. That's what's up. Thank you for sharing that. And I guess we'll end it right there. We'll set this record. Thank you guys again. Appreciate all the love. Oh, wait. Unk's, gonna, Unk's got a baseball question. <laughs> all right. We'll wait for Unk's baseball question because yes, Unk, Unk has been so gracious and generous <laughs> to hooking up with the baseball cards. Man, up with we the so grateful for that, man. Thank you for that. Is Ethan Salas any good? I'm going to be perfectly honest. The name does not ring a bell at all. Oh. So. So either he's on the come up or maybe not. But we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. I'll do some research for you. Look him up. Yeah, I'll do some research. Um, I'll do some research on that one for you. Andy Sorry, West says, Royals, I hope better days ahead. Yeah, it's, it's, it's looking really bad out there. Yeah. Um, you know, too bad they can't go back to spring training. They did good in spring training. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what's up. Um, we'll leave it there. And, again, appreciate y'all uh, rocking with us. Uh, happy Tuesday to all, and um, and go Heat. Go yes, Heat, sir. man. Go Heat. All right, it's your boy a Get this done. Let's it's go your boy heat. A-Dub. And your boy Strizzy, my fault. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go, man. Heat time. Thanks for listening to Say Like a Champ. Engage with us on Instagram. Share your thoughts, and you might just be featured on the show. Be sure to subscribe on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you pod so you don't miss next week's episode of Say Like a Champ.